people of Earth, we have come to upgrade your cosmic consciousness. DNA activation ready in three, two, one. Hi, welcome to Q&A on Breakthrough Leadership. I'm Lou Quinto. And I'm Craig Anderson. Today, the topic we're going to cover is the importance of collaboration. In the previous, uh, or in a previous uh, video, what we did is we looked at what is collaboration. And today we're going to actually talk about uh, what are the benefits of collaboration. And the three areas that we're going to cover are going to be, one, it helps in problem solving. Uh, two, it opens up communication uh, channels throughout the entire organization. And then lastly, we're going to talk about how it increases employee proficiency. Great. Well, so our first topic is how does it help problem solving and decision making? Lou, I think you have a customer that you worked with and really helped them out of a bind. Yeah, it, it, it took a week to help them out of a bind, but uh, it was a situation uh, of a company that uh, had a national chain of stores and they were implementing a new point of sale technology. And what ended up happening was uh, as during their implementation process, as they were phasing it in, uh, the system shut down. And the system shut down, it just happened to be on Labor Day, back to school time. And all these people had to leave the school store because they could not pay for their product with either a credit card or a debit card. They could only pay cash. And as most of us today, we don't carry around cash. So there were just baskets full of back to school supplies just sitting there. And what happened was the company brought me in to help facilitate a, a week long process. And what they did was they took individuals from very different areas that were affected by this situation. So you had the store management, you had the IT folks, you had the uh, CIO in, in, in the room uh, representative there. And what we did is we looked at the problem from different areas, which helped to really take our blinders off to make sure that we weren't looking at it from one particular angle. because in most situations in problem solving, many people come into the room already and they already have an idea of what that problem may be and then they are biased to try to prove that what they believe the problem was, was actually the problem. Yeah. But when you brought all those different people together, it really helped in the problem solving because it opened up areas that we wouldn't even consider before. Yeah. Isn't it funny how companies do on the back end what they should have done on the front end? Yeah. You know, you could have solved a whole, saved a whole lot of problems and made a lot more money had you just brought in all those people on the front end. I can think of a number of times through my career where everything blows up and then they're like, hey, let's get somebody from here and here and here. Instead of getting all the senior leaders, let's actually get people who are living and breathing it in the meeting right. to actually figure out how we got this thing so screwed up. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, and nobody seems to learn that lesson. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it goes back to breaking down the silos. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody's problem, it impacts and affects other people and we need to bring them into the situation also. Yeah. So uh, the second one is opening those channels of communication. I just previously mentioned uh, breaking down the silos, but when you have people from different areas, all of a sudden they start to talk to each other and they realize that things may be happening. You shared a story with us about sticking people in a room for, um, yeah. what was it, two months, a year, I forget. And yeah. came out. It felt like a year. <laughs> yeah, we talked last time how I had a product team who locked themselves in a room for two months and walked out of the product and went, ta-da, and all of a sudden everybody kind of looked at it and just kind of lost their minds over it because there were so many things not accounted for. Right. You know, after that, you know, we actually had a new person doing our product who was much more kind of collegial in nature and actually pulling the team together and came into the leadership team meetings and actually worked to figure out solutions to say, all right, as a team, where do we need to focus on these things? And then took that down the next layer with their own team and had collaborative groups kind of closer to the front line working on all right. the issues. 
And then opening up of the channels of communication suddenly had everybody around the table kind of much more relaxed, much more relieved because they knew that their issues were being considered in the larger issue of what we were trying to fix, right. as opposed to kind of getting blindsided by something where they their needs weren't even considered. Yeah. So opening up those channels of communication actually has kind of a palliative effect on the whole group where everybody's just in a lot better place on moving together and moving forward. Okay, so the question comes up, why don't more people do this at the front end instead of at the back end after they realize they broke something, they got to fix it. Now they got a whole bunch of rework to do. Well, I, I wish I had an answer for that, but I do think what it does tell you, you know, in your hiring process, really thinking about the kinds of people you want on your team. Do you want someone to come in? You know, how important is collaboration? And how are you finding people who have that collaborative mindset on your team? You know, rather than trying to fix those people, let's try and get them in and make sure we build that and make that part of the larger culture and say, this is how we work. If you don't like working in this area, this is probably not a good opportunity. Well, and it's funny you say that because the World Economic Forum just recently did a study where they interviewed CEOs and they asked CEOs, what are the top competencies that people need in order to be successful in your organization? Number one was critical thinking skills. Number two was teamwork and collaboration skills. There you go. And yeah, it's 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 crucial to get your company moving forward. So let's talk about employee employee efficiencies. So you brought this up earlier. Yeah, with employee efficiencies, one of the things that collaborations does is again, it, I see collaboration as a cure for silos. Right. Yeah, because everybody is working on the same thing as opposed to working in their individual areas. And if you work in an organization where you're familiar with the silo effect, uh, and I've had the opportunity to consult and help breakthrough consulting or breakthrough uh, silos, uh, collaboration by bringing people, again, looking at the problem from the different areas in the right. company as opposed to one group dealing with it. Uh, and in many instances, when you get into process improvement, which requires collaboration, all of a sudden one group starts realizing they're doing the same type of task to get the same results that another group is doing. And then they start looking at each other and saying, well, why are you doing that? We're doing that. Right. And so right away, you're starting to identify some efficiencies when you bring those people together to be able to improve the process because they're breaking down those silos. And I don't even call it breaking that. They're, they're, they're tearing them apart and they're dissecting them right. and saying, what are you doing compared to what we're doing? And how can we refine these things so that we're all headed in the same direction, but we're not duplicated. We don't need redundancies. We're right. not a, we're not an IT, you know, uh, framework architecture where right. every, we need all these redundancies. But I think if we look around companies, I know coming in from the outside, I look around and I see there are lots of redundancies, but there's that turf protection. Well, if I give this up, am I not going to be as important as I am right now because yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I think some of the other side effects or side benefits to this is around employee engagement, right? Where you've got collaborative environments and everybody's kind of pulling together. One that gets people tied into the mission of the organization because they start to see what their role is in it. And when you go to measuring things like employee engagement, you look at like psychological safety, you know, all right, I am part of a larger whole here. Right. I am bringing value. You look at um, utilization, are my skills being fully utilized? I have a lot of good ideas, how come no one's asking me about that, mm -hmm. right? And you start pulling in some of the key aspects of engagement, so now you're gonna have you know, better retention rate, better employee morale, right. and you're gonna have people who are pulling together because, hey, I was part of right. that solution, and now I own it, and so that helps to get the employees to stick with you longer. Well, that goes back to the, the, the long time ago, the suggestion box. Yeah. Companies used to have a suggestion box where employees who were on the front line doing the work 
actually made suggestions that were may not be visible to people right. up in upper management. Right. And a lot of those suggestions ended up being breakthrough technology uh, when it came to getting things done within a company because upper management just didn't realize what was going on by the people who were actually doing it. Right. Uh, and so I think we yeah. may need to go back to the suggestion box to yeah. help collaboration. Well, I certainly think if nothing else, you know, and it's a topic probably for another day, but are you pulling your frontline workers into your processes and really understanding, are you just dictating? Or are you actually saying, well, yeah, I, I thought it would work this way, but now how does it actually work? Right. And uh, that's, but yeah, sure, we can bring back suggestions. Yeah. That works. All right. Okay. So key takeaways for today. The one thing, a <laughs> key takeaway I've found out is when it comes to collaboration, uh, do it up front, not at the end after you broke something and you got to fix it now with a whole bunch of rework. Yeah. And so one of the things I would take a look at is uh, look at your problem, look at your situation, whatever it may be, and sit back, stop, think, before yeah. you just put a bunch of people in charge of solving the problem and look at who are the people that are affected, who are the people that are impacted, or what right. groups or organizations, and make sure there's representatives on all of those so that you get a good collaboration for the better problem solving. Yeah, and I think my takeaway is just the importance of getting everybody, you know, getting everybody wrapped around getting the problem solved, you know, similar to what you're bringing up here, you know, and make that time valuable. And, you know, employees will feel like they're part of, part of your company and part of the solution and stick with you better if you have a collaborative environment where you're moving things forward. I like that psychological security. Yeah. Providing yeah. that. Oh, yeah. So, good. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this segment of Q&A on Breakthrough Leadership. If you like this video, click on the like button down at the bottom. Subscribe to Q&A on Breakthrough Leadership so that you know when the next episode will be out. And again, have a great day. I'm Lou Quinto. And I'm Craig Anderson.